0: Hello, Pod. I'm Chris Hewitt and welcome to the latest in our series of spoiler specials. This one is for Peep Show, the innovative POFE sitcom that allowed us to hear the inner thoughts of its two lead characters, Robert Webb's Jeremy and David Mitchell's Mark came to an end this week on Channel 4 after nine series spread over 12 glorious years. For me, it's one of the great sitcoms of the modern era. And at Empire, we decided to mark and jazz its passing mm-hmm, by inviting its co-creators and writers Sam Bain and Jesse Armstrong into the pod booth for a spoiler-filled look back at the final episode, the final series, and the show as a whole. So... Over the next half hour or so, enjoy, as they spill on all kinds of things, including the thorny issue that has bested many a great sitcom. How exactly do you end this thing? Enjoy. We're delighted to be joined on the Empire Podcast by Jesse Armstrong and Jesse Armstrong, (laughs) or Sam Bain, uh, co-creators and co-writers of Peep Show. How are you, chaps? Very well, very well. Yeah, good, good. good. Uh, We are recording this before the final episode, the final episode of Peep Show. Goes out. How how do you feel? Are you are you nervous? Are you relieved to have stuck the landing after all these years?
1: I feel, I feel a mixture of human emotions: happiness, sadness, grief, fear, anxiety, loss, <laughs> and sort of a weird sort of delirium <laughs> underpinning all that. Have you gone through the five uh, stages of the Cooper Ross model? Yeah. Is that essentially what you've
0: done, uh, Jesse? How do you feel?
2: I feel anxious, but mainly because I've got all the some of the people from the show coming over to have some food tonight to watch episode five go out so i'm mainly thinking about recipes and like (laughs) well if i get will will some bottles of wine go in the fridge or will i have to move an extra seat through from the other room to the other room (laughs) so i'm focused i'm focused on that
0: fantastic so the more mundane stuff yeah. But in terms of the show itself, do you feel relieved now? I mean, how, how do you feel? Do you feel a sense of loss that this this peep not, show will no longer be in your life?
2: Not yet, cuz I think you do there's been this the, there's this bit of uh, moment while the show's still going out, still getting reviewed, previewed mm. and uh, we're still coming in and talking to people like yourselves about the show and so it all feels pretty alive and we see we're seeing uh, David and Robert and Matt and Olivia and everyone from the show more more than ever actually at the moment because we're doing events and all slapping each other on the back in a disgusting self-congratulatory way <laughs> so um so it's you know it's peep show central at the moment i think it'll be in about 5 months time when i'm banging on the door of empire going would you like to do a podcast about me i used to be involved with the peep show <laughs> that's that's when um the, the the sense of loss will set in.
0: <laughs> I'm sure that won't happen. <laughs> um, so let's talk about the uh, the final series. When did you decide? And by the way, I have I have seen the final episode. When did you decide that this was going to be the final series?
1: I think it was a couple of years ago when we first started talk, thinking about writing it. Um, and it was a mixture of things. I think our reasons for, for wanting to f- finish it. I think mainly the feeling like it's going to have to point finish at some point so let's try and go out on a high and make this a really really good one and I think after nine series you're in a quite unique territory where the main fear is how can we squeeze more juice out of this lemon how can we get more stories out of these characters and it is does become increasingly testing are we gonna have to make jeremy do that again and haven't we done already done that with mark <laughs> have not we already had a whole episode about garlic i can't remember <laughs> let's look at wikipedia <laughs> so it was just that thing of wanting to do a good final series and i think it provided a good motivation for us to kind of try and push it to to make it as good as we could really
2: mm. yeah no i think that's dead right i think we were we were probably in, in the midst of other th- loads of other things and thinking about doing it again, and um, we have always enjoyed it, but th- to, it really gave us a massive kick up the arse when we thought, right, let's do a let's do a final series, and and people, I think, will be a little bit more interested, and we would be definitely anxious to make it really good. And it felt like the um, incentive we needed to 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 think about a really good series, but it's perverse because you know you build a sitcom to um, last ideally Mm. you know when you're thinking about it or you should do probably I think Um, and you know so there's a bit of us that as we've been watching the episodes go out and we feel pleased with the series and there has been on the whole positive reaction and you feel a bit like you're you know you've bred a a a a, one of the few racehorses that actually has four legs and can complete the course, and then you're ushering it away to be shot, and it's like this is this is slightly perverse because sitcoms, the ones that don't work, um, are more um, numerous than the ones that do, sort of essentially work. So there is True. a there, we do. There's definitely a um, a minor key of like fuck. Have we really? <laughs> it's like yeah. the most stupid thing ever because we can, you know, we love writing for David and Robert and, yeah. and we love those yeah. situations. So yeah, it, it, there are mixed feelings.
0: Did you look at other uh, sitcoms in their final final series, final seasons, and see how? Because some there are some great examples of of series finales out there, and then there are some less successful, uh, shall we say. Did you look at previous shows and 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 learn from them what what they they'd done right, what they'd done wrong?
1: We didn't specifically, excuse me, <coughs> we didn't specifically. Um, watch anything did we but i think we were aware that we wanted to um not change everything not do a big everything's different series or episode for the final episode that we just come on to do a sort of a good strong series first and foremost
2: i think i mean you've probably you've seen it so you're <coughs> better, better judged than us i mean we want we knew that the, there'd be a bit of heat on the final episode and people would be intrigued at where we left them but I think some of probably some of the best um, sitcom episodes, final episodes, don't don't wear it too heavily. I mean, I think I guess that I don't know whether they knew when they were doing Faulty Towers that would be the last episode. But I think the last one is just like Basil the Rat or something. It's just like a Mm. a really great episode. Yeah, and and um, and and in a way, thinking that you're trying to tie things up to to a, a show which, in the very by the very nature of a sitcom, isn't probably built to end can lead you into doing that. those maybe the slightly more weird sitcoms where yeah. they try and tie everything up and obviously you can see that that desire especially if you have a bit more of an arky show with some relationships that you've invested in people want them to be you know who's going to end up married to who kind of thing mm-hmm. um, but it it, pro- it probably leads you towards a, a, a difficult shape so I, th- I think our episode is more of a more of a normal episode yeah
0: I mean, there's a sense of occasion in the episode because it's Jeremy's 40th birthday. Yes. And there's not a lot of incident in terms of no one dies, no one's head fall off. It's it's, (laughs) it's, it's,
2: it's not quite that. The classics. There's a mild What you expect in a final episode. (laughs) Exactly. George (laughs) Costanza's head (laughs) fell off. (laughs) At least one decapitation (laughs) in every final episode.
0: But I love where you leave these guys. I love the fact that you leave Mark and Jez tied together. And it feels almost like they're fated to be in this flat, uh, in their 50s, in their 60s, in their 70s, a bit like a, a modern step to one son in a the way. They, they hate each other, but they can not tear themselves away. Is that where you want you, from? The off, when you sat down, do you think we're going to leave them together? In the yeah, fight? I think
1: that was something we settled on pretty quickly, wasn't it? There was never any real thought of, oh, we'll split them up and they'll be a farewell. I think, as you say, you know, the, the glory of sitcom is that, you know, it is a trap and that is kind of the, the nub of the whole show, is these two guys who don't really belong together, belonging together. So, yeah, that final scene was... We, ne- we didn't have the dialogue till late on, but we always knew it would be them together.
2: Yeah, and, you know, we talked a bit about should they be, be a happy ending? and or, But, it, they, you know, there's a question if... You know, obviously their relationship is not a super functional or mm. great one, but on the other hand, that is the sort of... The relationship, and I guess in, you know... It, would it have been a happy ending if Mark had gone off married to April or someone? Mm. Where it would have been, it might have theoretically been happier. I'm not sure if you would have felt happier. So yeah, we we, we knew we wanted them to end up together. Where, I don't know if I think that they'll always be together, but no. but um, but yeah, that I think that we knew that was how we, where we wanted to leave them.
0: I guess you know, do you do you feel if you had given Mark, for example, that. Stereotypical happy ending running off of the marriage that in, in the back of your mind, the back of the audience's mind, you'd be thinking he's gonna fuck it up at some point, <laughs> so it's not really happy, is it? The you, way you leave him is yeah, absolutely perfect,
2: yeah. And also, the thing the weird thing about the show is because it's because it's usually been it's always been a something of a um, minority show, you know, it's mm. not a massive mega hit. F- m- more times than not we've finished a series probably overall not knowing if we would be recommissioned you know mm-hmm. this channel's always been dead supportive and nice but there's a lot of new shows around and people trying to look to put their thing on so it's competitive you know and um, so probably series one two three four i can't even remember five we were probably thinking well we better leave it we better sort of tidy our documents of the desk <laughs> and make sure we've left a relatively clean ending if that is the final episode because it could yeah. easily be. Yeah, that's true. So we've written a lot of previous endings in a way.
1: Yeah, that's a good
2: point, yeah. Mm. So uh, Just agreement so- on that. Um, you haven't got anything <laughs> no dissenting view.
1: Oh, I'm agreeing with what you just said as well just now. I'm you're, I'm agreeing with the fact that I'm agreeing. Yeah, you've, you've pointed that out correctly. Ascent. Yeah, that's also a good comment. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Shall we end on that high point?
0: Yeah, that's it. Thank you for coming guys. It's, it's, been, it's been a delight. Um, so when you sat down to uh, block out uh, the, the final series, did you have arcs in mind for all the characters? Did you have exits in mind for all the characters?
1: Um, well, I think we always focus on Mark and Jeremy, you know... Sort of ninety percent of our thinking is about them, and certainly Jeremy's arc, the the the, um, the the sort of gay Jeremy arc, was a relatively early idea, wasn't it? Yeah. We kind of. Basically, we knew you wanted to do something different because you can't sort of endlessly repeat the same sort of he falls in love with a beautiful woman thing, which we've done seems like a hundred times. Mm. Um. And also, it felt right for the character because he has had gay tendencies before, and we trusted to Rob, and he was very comfortable with it. So we kind of, you know, we, 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 you know, we talked about it quite a lot, trying to make sure it wasn't wrong uh, and sort of hit a bum note. Mm-hmm. But I think that we felt quite excited by that, and and with Mark, um, yeah, the, we wanted to sort of first two episodes in a way are sort of preamble for mark aren't they because they're clearing up the past mm. jeremy in episode one and dobby in episode two uh, we kind of wanted to do that because it felt like it would be be un- unfair in a way to kind of like forget what had happened in the previous series and we felt we needed to address that but then april was something which again was a relatively early idea wasn't it to bring her back
2: was it? Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> I felt like we, it, 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 we were kind of, as Jesse said about the ending, we, we we're kind of keen not to be too self indulgent. But I think, you know, April is a sort of self indulgence in a sense because it's referenced back to an episode that happened in series two. Mm. But also it moves it forward in ways that we hadn't done before. So it felt like maybe sort of, we could allow ourselves that indulgence in the final series. Mm. And allowed you to write the dinner party from hell as
0: well. Which must have been a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, well, it's yeah, it's eventually fun if you get. A, it's quite. <laughs> it's quite hard getting a Farsi uh, scene to work really well. So yeah. there's a lot of um, forehead bleeding before the before the fun emerges. But yeah, in the end, it was. Well, it's good. I think it's. Um, yeah, I wouldn't probably claim any of it was fun, but, but, the, <laughs> but hopefully the 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 episode is fun.
0: And in terms of writing episodes, I mean, are you, are you still on set writing voiceover as as not on as the,
2: set. As the series progresses, not on set. Okay. Um, we I mean we are. We often go and watch mainly for fun and to be around the show and to hang out with Becky, Martin, the director, and and, and everyone else. But um, we write in the edit. That's where we write a lot. With mm-hmm. where Becky and Mark Davis, our long-term editor and the sort of team, you know, uh, frequently come back with our least favorite question, which is, could there be anything funnier here? <laughs> it's, you know where there's a little, you know, because we would in the script we would have written voiceover, but in the edit, either it doesn't quite fit what's happening, or it could do with being a bit shorter or a bit longer because of, of of the physical movements around. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it would just be like, oh, well, that was seemed like a good joke at the read through, but is there anything funnier there? To which, you know, it's difficult. It's always a difficult question to say no to. There's an, there's <laughs> nothing funnier than that. We have achieved that is every every member of the human species will agree that is the funniest possible combination of words for that three second whole we That's emailed Larry David Woody Allen and they said it was brilliant <laughs> so yeah so yeah so there's a lot of there's a lot of it's only just stopped uh, as we talk now with you today you know the edit so, and, and we, we're writing right up until the Right up until when the episodes are locked, changing wow. those voiceovers and uh, yeah, and 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 um, it's 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 a it's a, it's, a, it's tough for as writers uh, just in terms of the the amount of time it takes, but it's also one of the things that people. What one of the re- one reason it's also great because it's an extra limb as a comedy writer that you mm. have to exercise.
0: It's a fantastic. It's, it's the, the concept is, is astonishing has been from the off, but in terms of so when did you last finish? When was the, when did you actually last uh right peep show was, was it a couple, a couple of days ago two three weeks ago two three weeks ago okay. yeah
1: like and then we were just sort of discussing you know the final edit the final audio mix and taking out a word here or a word there but, but you know i think it is i think they would allow us to change it now i think it's finally locked in a, in a vault and they quite let us in to be more tinkering
0: so, um, presuming that the final episode I've seen is the uh, same final episode that's going to go out, it wasn't just swapped in <laughs> for me, uh, you finish with, you give the last word to Mark. Can you talk about, about that, with that decision? Because the, the series began with Jeremy, okay. way back in the day.
2: Yeah, there was a conscious decision, there's a there's, a, there's an algorithm, <laughs> that, so. no, that's just chance, that there's actually, there were some other words in the... In the edit, in the in the first draft, yeah. I can't even remember. I think it might have been Jeremy who who um, yeah. who who who. So so that's just we 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 with Mark and Becky's help, we like to be tough on the show in the edit, and and we're happy to cut cut cut, cut to get to the, the yeah. best stuff. And that, that was a that was a and it cut. ends
1: on a voiceover, right? from Mark. Yes. So and the order of the voiceovers first Jeremy then Mark was entirely due to the, that's how the shots were, mm-hmm. that what we shot was in that order, so we wrote voiceovers after the fact <laughs> to, to fit the, those shots in. That's kind of how we do it sometimes.
0: Okay. So, uh, so you haven't felt, that, for example, over the years that Mark, in in many ways, is the show's main protagonist, and he's the one that the change seems to happen to most often. He goes through marriage and divorce and fatherhood, whereas Jeremy, by and large... Is it reminds me a little bit of that that Great Simpson's episode? that ends at the end with uh, Mark with Homer saying, "Marge, my dear, I haven't learned a thing." Uh, <laughs> yeah. Jeremy, in a way, doesn't change that that much. No,
2: I, mean, I disagree. Would you, would you disagree with that. I, disagree. I think I guess Mark, I think, has gone through more, maybe more life events in that he's had a he's got married and had a. But Jeremy's got married as well. But mm. even if it was only a visa marriage, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, I, I think Jeremy has changed more. You know, he he. I think when you met him, he would have said he was going to be a musician for sure. Mm. And you know he's he has to some extent accepted that that's not going to happen, and that he's he so he's become this kind of idiot guru in his own mind, like one of those guys who's like oh, I've seen a lot of life, you know. And yeah. he's he's I think so I think he's changed more. And no, I I think we've always thought of it as a um, as a dual lead show, and we've always yeah. tried to make sure that they've got as much to do and are as funny as each other so mm. that's been our aim and aspiration and hope
1: i'm agreeing with you that's a great point
2: <laughs> thanks sam i'm giving you double thumbs up in the studio
1: <laughs> so, no
2: rewrites required
0: for that. <laughs> so uh going back to the, the very very beginning the the idea came about um with andrew o'connor as well so uh, can you talk about how the the idea first came to you guys
1: yeah so andrew um who we knew as a producer we developed a couple of things with him he came to us and he said he, he'd he pitched this idea Channel 4 which was about sort of two guys talking over TV clips a bit like Beavis and Butterhead but they had Michelin Webb signed up who mm. were sort of up and coming hot but not yet famous double act and we knew them quite well because we'd written a show with them which hadn't got made at the BBC so... We were very happy to write for them and then the the question was what's the other half of the show because Channel 4 felt like it wasn't enough just to have clips and mm. talking over the clips. So we came up with the situation which we know is Peep Show and obviously the POV and the voiceover sort of came out of thinking about how you'd marry the two up and sort of like, I guess, talking over clips of their life was sort of a vague mm. pitch of how you expand it. Yeah, and then obviously it developed away from the clip thing so that's sort of gone completely now
0: i mean uh back in the day there was agree, a, there I, was, agree. I agree you agree i agree ascent back in the day there was a, there was a, a pilot that as well had uh, sophie as a, uh, sophie's voice over we had we saw her pov as yeah. well, well which we, I've, ne- I've never seen that, that that pilot i don't know whether it's yeah
2: out there. we try we did two part two pilots and you know i think in terms of process it's great to do pilots and it's as long. As long, as long as you end up doing a series it's great to do loads of, <laughs> of, of work before if you don't then it can be rather frustrating but um so i think i think we did two 15 minutes that made a sort of half hour show and i think that the first half didn't have any other voiceovers it was just dave and rob right. and 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 so we get we tried in the second part giving voiceovers to other people there's a there's a version of a jeremy going for a for an interview scene where where the woman interviewing him has a voiceover and so does so does um olivia coleman sophie mm-hmm. in it too and um and it, it was great to try and then but i think we realized that the slightly claustrophobic thing which maybe had worried us was actually i don't know if it's a strength but it's basically that's the show so yeah. and where you know for good or ill that's you know yes. <laughs> some people will not find it a conducive world to enter the head of these two uh <laughs> people but 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 i think we discovered that that that, that well that's the show and let's let's yeah. go for it and and try and be in their heads as as deeply and as grubbily as as is is possible mm. so when you write the script the scripts uh do you write the... Obviously, you said you
0: write in the edit as well, but do you write at the time the voiceover? Do you write oh, yeah, the yeah, dialogue no. and then... Or do you say, insert funny thing, we'll finish in the edit? No, edit it's here. all
1: written. We we write it pretending none, none of it's going to change. You have to get into that weird mindset. Of, yeah, this is all finished. The script's finished. Yay, we can film them. And you sort of have to pretend that you're not going to do seven more weeks of work <laughs> the other end I writing mean, I,
2: it. I imagine that 60, 70% of the voiceovers sometimes more r- remain, probably. Yeah, And certainly that, you know... Because often it's a, hopefully, sometimes it's just an opportunity to think. Maybe I'll masturbate soon. That's the kind of in, 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 in case of danger, break glass kind of voiceover. Whatever the situation is, this podcast is making me feel like masturbating. It, it, <laughs> is the is the is the is the one? Um, but hopefully they're not. Mostly not like that. Mostly they should, if not drive plot, be yeah. part of the plot. So. Or, or they can be enjoyable noodlings and a, and a break from the plot, but they they should operate in relationship to the plot. So we, so we usually have an idea for what they are. Mm-hmm.
1: We give ourselves points for not writing about wanking. <laughs> it's <just> like <laughs> we've we've managed not to write one mentioning wanking. That's have a chocolate bar.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Has it got easier over the years? Well, not, not not writing really, about wanking. Or no, just, it's, it's it's that thing of you, you're trying to go. You know, it's that. Oh, a cock joke, cock something. What's going to be funny? That's the that's the got, th-
2: got two seconds. What what can, what words can you say that might be funny in two seconds? Okay, I know some words which are funny, but I don't want to. I want to try and want to try and beat that Hitler wanking something about wanking Hitler or something Nazis cocks. <laughs>
1: Feeling getting an invaluable
0: insight into the creative process
2: right now. Also, uh, obviously, you know, it, it, it's 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 quite an unusual. Um, relationship to have to with the performers because they mm. they are acting you, what's on the page and they're good actors and then you know to, for for them to suddenly discover that they're thinking about putting a twirl up both their nostrils <laughs> can sometimes be <laughs> a surprise and they you know we do obviously give them a, a look at the cut and go you know is this going to be all right do you do you mind us saying that in fact you're not thinking about your grandmother but you're thinking about twirls up the nostrils at this point. <laughs> um, because it's it's an unusual uh, and potentially destructive power to have <laughs> o- o- over you know over somebody to be able to rewrite what they're thinking.
0: As writers, did you find it incredibly freeing the inner monologues? Because you can essentially say what most sitcoms would would not.
1: Yeah, it is great. I mean, it, it's it's a real um, sort of it, the writing of Peepshow. I think is quite conspicuous. We're very. Grateful for the credit we do, we get in in the show, I think because it's because you hear the voiceovers, you sort of know that there's a kind of um, a freedom there and a kind of freedom to write whatever you want, which you don't get in any other show. And yeah, it's 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 pretty miraculous power, which I think we'll both be sad to
2: lose when we when the show finishes, won't we? It, it's a good it's a good technique for a, for a, for a comedy writer, that's for sure. Miraculous. I'm, I'm going to de- dissent from the from the description of it as miraculous. I'm going to agree with your dissent.
1: I think that's a good dissent. You've never had a day where you thought, "What I've written there—that's that's pretty miraculous." <laughs> well, no, I have thought this show is pretty miraculous. This show has been on for twelve years. That's pretty miraculous. People seem to like it. That's even more miraculous. I do yeah. have that thought.
0: And is it is it completely done now? I mean, uh, there's a. We were talking just beforehand, Sam, about how Rocky is coming back and Creed, Star Wars is coming back after 30, 40 years. Do you think maybe 10, 15, 20 years down the line it'd be interesting to pop in and see where Mark and Jazz are?
2: I do. I don't think it's... I, I do hope, You hope that those things feel like backed by popular demand, everyone's happy to see it, not Craven kind of... Disappointing returns to a to a something that's already been done over. I think we've already we've already started a, a document which is like oh well I think I know what would happen to them. So <laughs> so as long yeah it, I, I wouldn't rule it out if it feels fun and we feel like we know where they would be and it would be amusing. I wouldn't rule out uh, returning to them. Would you, Sam? No, I'm agreeing with you. again. I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Twenty years time, yeah. how many do you think would be dead? Superhands. He's not going to make it to 2035, is, he is. He? Uh, He's, look, he's, he's juicing. <laughs> look
2: at Keith Richards. He's a survivor. He's fine. He'll be the last to go. Well, he'll outlive us all.
0: It'll be, uh, well, from Mark's point of view, at his <laughs> own funeral. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. just watching Superhands weeping <laughs> over his coffin. Um, yeah. But it's, it's interesting that you you've never really felt the pressure to have those characters appear in, in every single episode. For example, in in this series, for example, you know, Sophie only turns up in one episode. Dobby only turns up in one episode. Mm. I, if, if I recall correctly, even Superhands isn't in every single right. episode. Uh, which I th- I find find is in the American model. You would find ways to get
2: every single character probably to do something con- for contractual reasons. Possibly apart yeah. from anything else, which is you know yeah. one of the freedoms of the British system, and also being a minority show where <laughs> it's kind of, kind of not subject to so much pressure.
1: I think you have to be quite a brutal um and say this is the Mark and Jeremy show yeah. and that every episode, every story, you know, in the edit you often end up cutting out little scenes with peripheral characters or little storylines with supporting characters because you're always, always servicing their relationships. The scenes where they have where they're together very rarely get cut. In fact we've never cut one out completely, I think, ever. We may have trimmed it down, but it's always what's what are they, what's their relationship and the more we can get them together, the more we can get them driving each other's plots and mixing each other's plots the better and in some ways you should be quite brutal and say the other characters are there to service Mark and Jeremy obviously you want them to be good characters that you'd enjoy Mm. watching anyway but that is in 24 minute sitcom you have to be quite brutal about that Mm.
0: Uh, Is there a character bible? For example you were both trying to remember whether Jeremy finished university I mean do you have uh, it's revealed in this series but did you have Superhands' real name? Did you know that no. all along? No,
2: I mean all that stuff we, on the whole, we make up. I mean, I think we, and we're much better on. I think we we feel like we know the characters inside out, but details, we're not. We don't. We don't have all, it all written down. Um, no. It just, <laughs> if it just feels right at the time, if it feels right, do it. <laughs> so, Fair enough.
0: <laughs> and and uh, you, you've mentioned it a little bit about uh, the inspiration for Superhands. Uh, very quickly, I mean. Uh, Jez and Mark, where do they come from? I mean, are they as much part of you guys? Are they? Uh,
1: are they Dave and Rob? I mean, how do how do you? How do well, you they've got sort of uh, sort of mixed ancestry. I think one of the first things, well, we started writing versions of these characters when we were in our twenties, didn't we? So early scripts, and we, so it's the informed by the vibe of you've left university now what? And they obviously, you know, when they were in the first series and they were that sort of age felt quite recent and that that sort of lifestyle of am I going to be a worker drone like Mark or am I going to be a creative butterfly like Jeremy and that felt like a very real life uh, drama which a lot of our friends and us were going through and also just just sort of the way that in that period of life you know you had friends sharing flats and one of them might own the flat and the other one's renting off them and that's quite a funny situation that suddenly you've gone from being mates to i'm your landlord so that felt like sort of very early sort of just dynamic that we liked
2: and and we, we we wrote a show not totally dissimilar to this um first on our own then another version with dave and rob and 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 the the jeremy character was more entitled and privileged and um he owned the flat in certain versions right and um with the help of ian morris who was the commissioning editor at channel four we swapped that round and i and i think that jeremy is can be annoying but he's well people have their own view but i still find him sympathetic enough and when he was a bit when he was a bit when he also owned the flat mm. and he had a bit of money in his pocket he there was a, he was funny and he had more freedom of movement on the chessboard of, 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 of life because he had money but he um, he could become I think that was a, it was a good idea to, to take that away from him because he could become a bit insufferable mm. um, so so it's one of those yeah small but important changes you make to the dynamics of a, of a show.
0: I love that as Jeremy, who ultimately is responsible
2: for uh, Mark getting fired in this yes. in this oh, yes. in this series. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, that was pleasing. Pleasing when we saw that that would that could marry up nicely in the last episode. And uh, and did you want to give? I mean, you you talked a little bit about not really wanting to give characters
0: send offs because you didn't really want to treat it as a final episode. But you do bring Jeff back. There is a kind of farewell for Johnson as well. Mm. Um, did you want to give each character a moment, something to?
1: Yeah, we've we've always loved working with Neil and Patterson in particular, so we're very happy to give them bits. And we did, in the first draft of that script, our last script, there was like a little collection of Jeremy's exes, do you remember, at the 40th, that we kind of cut quite quickly because it was like... I think
2: that felt like it was over the edge in terms Mm. of you suddenly... I don't know people will have their own view about how many people you should see and whether it's nice or what's fun or what's self-indulgent but that for us that was when it was like oh right this is turning into a bit of a ticking them off and while what it's fun to see you know i think we've worked with loads of brilliant people who would love to have had um vera filatova and sophie winkelman if we could have got them possibly to come nancy nancy rachel blanchard to come and do it but in the end i think you start going actually am i am i Writing a list for a party, or am I trying to write a TV show? <laughs> and the, the TV show probably yeah. has to take predominance, otherwise uh, something odd has happened. Um, yeah. So, yeah,
0: fair enough. So now, now, Peep Show is is nearly done for you guys. What are you working on at the moment? Are you working together? Is this uh, is this partnership going to continue? Well, that's
1: a good question. What do you think? Do we do some more? Uh, agreed. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes, no, we're,
2: we're working. We're working on. We're thinking of a new comedy. We've yes. Having our meetings about that. Yeah. Together and we also have solo stuff. Yes, which is worth talking about or not. I
1: was telling Chris about your thing earlier, which you talked about
2: border guards. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting to have written this film for for America for Adam McKay and Will Ferrell mm. and John C. Riley. I'll see see what happens. It's in the you know it's a big machine and you don't know what quite what what'll come out the other end if anything. So we'll see and and a few other. Uh, things, none of which I think are worth. I'm, I'm uh, uh, trying to adapt a book by Michael Ignatieff about his life in Canadian politics. Um, which who isn't? Is, <laughs> who isn't? It's, I'm just going to try. Well. And, I'm, I'm going to try and race to market and beat all the other Truman Capote, uh, Ignatieff <laughs> projects. Um, but it's uh, that's that's actually a, uh, it's a good story. But uh, yeah, I'm working on that as well.
1: Fantastic. I've Fantastic. got a few
2: things which I can't really talk about. They're all Ignatieff projects. <laughs> they're not all Ignatieff They're
1: not all Natief projects. They're mostly Ignatieff <laughs> no, The reason I can't talk about them is not because they don't exist. <laughs> That's important. Just because they're just a bit too early, and I don't want to kind of bore anyone with the stuff which is just in development. But yeah, we we both got plenty on. Uh, amazing. Uh, was there ever talk about a Peep Show movie? There was talk, and that's all it was. I think partly because we always felt like, why do a movie when you do a series? Because that's what the show is. And and changing a series into a movie is, I think, it's harder than it looks. And the ones that work are quite
2: unusual, like In Between Us or In the Loop or whatever. You need a reasoning I think. That's what we've thought. You know, In In the Loop was uh, allied to to the thick of it, and it was about a war, and it felt like that. Oh, that's a good subject for a for a film. And in between is similarly a different level, the kind of, well, lads do go off on holiday after the end of their um, exams. And so it was like really natural and it's never felt that way for Peep Show, has it?
1: And also just visually having a close-up of David or or, or uh, Robert's no, face I- on an IMAX <laughs> screen 70 mil. <laughs> feels like do we need to see that i mean i love them both i feel i need to see that yeah
0: yeah you'd have you'd have two tickets right it, here i'd buy two we
2: did a, we did some screenings it looks good it looks good in um, yeah maybe yeah, on the big right. screen well, on that
0: bombshell <laughs> you never know never know keep it in one side uh, for the future uh, guys it's been an absolute pleasure uh, peep show for me is one of the great british sitcoms and you stuck the landing uh, with this with this final series so i'm um, i'm delighted to have you both on on the show like,
2: you can put the harpoon gun down sam he said he said the required <laughs> words <laughs> agreed ascent, ascent. Thank, thank you very you. much it's thank you so fun. much thanks thank you. chris
0: That was Sam Bain and Jesse Armstrong there. And that's it for this Farewell to Peep Show special. I hope you enjoyed it. There are more specials on the way, including another spoiler special, this one for Star Wars The Force Awakens. That's going to be up on Monday, the 21st of December. And our Review of the Year podcast, which is up around the 28th, 29th of December. Uh, And the regular podcast, if you don't listen to that already, hits every Friday. I've been Chris Hewitt. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.